Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, January 29th. Here is an update from today's show. Congressional Republicans who have spent months disputing Democratic assertions that President Trump strong-armed Ukraine to help himself politically are pivoting hard to a new argument, that the president's actions are not impeachable, even if it turns out that he did leverage his office for an investigation of a domestic rival. The rapid moving of the goalposts has been startling but perhaps unsurprising, after revelations that former National Security Advisor John Bolton is willing to testify under oath on the floor of the Senate that Trump directly linked delivering military aid for Ukraine with that government announcing investigations into Joe and Hunter Biden. They're latching on to an argument first made by Trump defense attorney Alan Dershowitz, who argued on the Senate floor Monday night that abuse of power is not an impeachable offense and that the president doesn't deserve to be removed even if he did everything he's accused of. The ramifications are striking and could have long-term implications. The argument suggests senators believe an American president can use taxpayer dollars to pressure or coerce an ally to investigate an American citizen who happens to be challenging him for president without any repercussions. Most Republicans have refused to say, publicly at least, whether they believe Trump's actions were appropriate. Indeed, some grow angry when reporters press them for answers. But the new talking point also stands in stark contrast to a key argument by Trump's most ardent defenders in Congress and his own legal team that a quid pro quo never happened. In fact, as recently as yesterday, Trump's defense team was calling into question the notion that the president pressured Ukraine for a probe at all. The diverging messages underscore the challenge Republicans face as they try to coalesce around an argument for why they don't want to hear from any witnesses who have firsthand information after the White House spent months stonewalling Congress and ignoring subpoenas. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell indicated during a closed-door meeting with Senate Republicans last night that he does not have enough votes to defeat an effort expected on Friday to call additional witnesses and bring in more evidence to the trial. But the Kentucky Republican expressed hope that he can twist enough arms to prevent four Republicans from voting to hear Bolton speak. The idea of acknowledging a quid pro quo first surfaced in the Senate last fall, as more than a dozen current and former Trump administration officials gave sworn testimony to House impeachment investigators that they believed a White House meeting and $391 million in congressionally appropriated military assistance were being withheld in order to pressure Ukraine. Senator Ted Cruz told his colleagues during a private meeting in late October that by admitting the act occurred, Republicans could then argue that Trump didn't have criminal intent or perhaps that he even had a legitimate reason to ask for the probes. But Trump rejected such a strategy and, as he always does, denied everything, and he continues to call his July 25th phone call perfect. Now, however, the news that Bolton personally spoke with Trump about the intention to freeze military aid to coerce the Ukrainian government, has upended the GOP line that there are no firsthand witnesses. Enter Dershowitz, a former friend of the late Jeffrey Epstein, who's represented, among others, O.J. Simpson. Dershowitz, now an emeritus law professor at Harvard, is not really a constitutional scholar. He's a criminal defense attorney to the stars. 
Frank Bowman, a University of Missouri law professor and the author of a book called High Crimes and Misdemeanors, said Dershowitz's view is out of step with every mainstream constitutional scholar and historian. Bauman said yesterday that Dershowitz is essentially alone. And he said what Dershowitz is doing is standing up and, quote, being a guy with Harvard attached to his name, spouting complete nonsense that's totally unsupported by any scholarship anywhere. Indeed, a statutory crime has never been required for impeachment, dating back to the 14th century, when the British Parliament invented the procedure as a mechanism for dealing with abuses of royal power. The American framers wrote high crimes and misdemeanors into our Constitution to include non-criminal abuses of power. And since then, federal judges and a U.S. senator have been impeached for non-criminal conduct. Nevertheless, Republicans are parroting Dershowitz's arguments that senators don't need to hear from witnesses because even if the reports are true, Trump can't be removed for those actions anyway. Today, after Trump's defense team wrapped up their arguments yesterday afternoon, the trial now moves to a question and answer phase. Senators can submit questions in writing to the lawyers for the prosecution or the defense. Chief Justice John Roberts said that he's going to ask the attorneys to keep their answers to five minutes apiece. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. 